Hello, everybody. This is Joseph T. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium on Thursday, January 25th, 2018. Today's um, article is really, to me, profoundly disturbing. Um, I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of comments uh, on this one, but uh, this this article was sent by quite a few people that, that picked up on it, and uh, I I read it. I have to talk about this because it's um, it's really one of those things that just makes you stop and think. And I want to kind of put this into a context. I don't know about you, but I've had the feeling for quite some time that with certain areas of the news, that we are sort of being gradually prepared for things that may already exist. Uh, I've certainly felt this way about a lot of the news about space and space technologies that we see kind of trickling and dripping out over the past few years about advanced propulsion technology and so on and so forth that I think are probably uh, far beyond the public stories and that we're sort of being prepared eventually for how they are going to transform society. This is a similar story. In my opinion, I get that feel from this story. It's very disturbing. Uh, and there is a kind of backhanded admission in this article that I'm linking for you. Uh, this article is titled, quote, In a Scientific First, Cloned Monkeys Are Born. Will They Accelerate Biomedical Research? And I want to read... Uh, from about four, three or four paragraphs toward the middle of this article and then three toward the end um, because there's an admission, particularly in the first three or four paragraphs here, that is kind of tucked into the article and, you know, it kind of slides by you at first and then you, you, you say, wait a minute, and you go back and reread it. In China, the barrier to cloning primates has just been broken. And incidentally, this article dates yesterday. So this is a very, very recent article, January 24th, 2008. Uh, it's by a lady named Sharon Begley. And I want to read from four paragraphs here. The Chinese have cloned two macaque monkeys. Now, this is highly significant because primates have been the most difficult things yet to date to clone. And, of course, humans are what? Well, we're primates. Here we go. Quote, cloning pioneers said the monkey clones represented, as Dr. Robert Lanza put it, an impressive breakthrough, which overcomes the last major hurdle in the field. Lanza co-led teams that cloned a guar in 2000 and in 2014 used the Dolly technique, remember Dolly the sheep, to produce human embryos but not pregnancies from the cells of an adult. Before this, no one was able to produce living offspring through primate cloning, said uh, Shukrat Matalapov uh, of the Oregon Health and Science University who in 2013 also used the Dolly technique to create human embryos, 
technically blastocysts, from the cells of an eight-month-old. He did not use the embryos to create pregnancies either. Oh, that makes it okay. We're creating human embryos for what? Uh, and again, the, the logic here, folks, is, well, these, these people can't be really human beings because uh, we're not give, bringing them full term and so on and so forth. So in other words, uh, in my opinion, you're rationalizing already the cloning of humans based on the idea that the clone isn't human, all right, and isn't brought to any sort of pregnancy or term. The cloning team said its breakthrough might one day be used to produce genetically identical monkeys for biomedical research. Most of the lab animals used to, to study diseases from cancer to Alzheimer's are highly inbred mice. But mice don't get every human disease or don't get it the way people do. Mice genetically engineered to express the human cystic fibrosis gene, for instance, don't develop that disease's characteristic lung, pro lung problems, and mice don't mimic human neurological and psychiatric diseases such as schizophrenia and autism very well. If monkey clones can be created routinely, they can also be genetically altered. Now, please note that statement occurs in the context that we've just established of they're already doing this with human embryos. If monkey clones can be aided routinely, they can also be genetically altered one gene at a time with techniques such as CRISPR. You can produce cloned monkeys with the same genetic background except the gene that you manipulated. Uh, this will generate real models, not just for genetically based brain diseases, but also cancer, immune, or metabolic disorders. Now, Notice the argument here and the context. They're setting this up, in my opinion, very carefully because they're saying, first of all, well, laboratory mice are okay, but they really aren't okay for expression of certain diseases. We need something closer to human beings genetically, hence the need to clone primates. Well, primates themselves, of course, are not the same thing as human beings either, so why not go all the way and just say, well, let's just clone a bunch of humans and do our medical experimentation on them. That's the hidden implicit logic here in this article, the way it's laid out. Now, there's a final thing toward the very end of this article that I, I, I thought was very uh, disturbing. And I want you to listen very carefully. I'm going to set it up with two paragraphs, and then the final paragraph is where the real problem shows up. Quote, because humans share more of their DNA with primates than mice, cloning monkeys, quote, opens up new possibilities for studying the genetic basis of human traits and behaviors. There's, there's the argument. For instance, if there is one monkey that really likes to drink, and if scientists could clone it, they could find out whether the behavior has a genetic basis. On the other hand, although you'd have to think that effects on higher brain functions would be more realistic in a monkey model, you're still faced with the extreme difficulty of figuring out just what those effects are. Why? Because earlier in the article, they talk about monkeys can't tell you how they are feeling, okay? Humans can't. 
All right. A monkey can't tell you he's feeling a bit dizzy. Here we are. Or is hallucinating. How would you pick up a side effect of suicidal ideation, for example? Or how would you be sure that a monkey is depressed as opposed to, say, just mildly nauseated or tired all the time? Now, again, the logic here seems to me to be saying that, well, we need to clone humans because they can tell us in laboratory experiments how they're feeling. But notice they're doing so as purely creating lab rats, uh, human lab rats here. In other words, they're not stating this explicitly, but this is kind of the hidden logic that I'm getting from the article. I've linked the article. I don't know if you guys are going to agree with my reading of this or not, but uh, it's linked there for you so that you can read it yourself and tell me what you think. Continuing, how would you be sure that a monkey is depressed as opposed to, say, just mildly nauseated or tired all the time? Nor is it clear. Here's the final paragraph. Nor is it clear if cloned monkeys would be better than monkeys that are genetically diverse, like people. Clones might respond to experimental drugs or genetic manipulation more uniformly, producing cleaner experimental results. But genetic sameness might backfire, said Nadia Rosenthal, scientific director of the Jackson Laboratory, whose inbred mice are used by scientists around the world. Results on genetically uniform mice often apply only to that strain and not others, making them problematical models for studies that aim for broad, robust conclusions on, for example, the effect of mutations, diets, toxins, or drugs. To mimic humans, she said, we need more genetic diversity, not less. So there you have it. And please notice, earlier in the article, you had the mention of CRISPR as a way of editing these cloned genomes, and this might be a way of injecting, in my opinion, some deliberately engineered genetic diversity into human clones. Now, why am I mentioning all this? Because the article itself indicates that they're already cloning human embryos. And the article, the way it looks to me to be set out is that it's really an argument, a disguised argument, for human genetic material. In other words, for human clones that they can then uh, bring full term. This is the other thing that the article is talking about. Bring full term in, uh, in planting clones into mothers who carry them to term. and then. Uh, use them for scientific testing. So this article to me, folks, is very, very disturbing. Um, the, the debate on whether or not we should even be doing this, the ethical and moral debate, is really kind of being sidestepped by the implied logic here. And the problem that I'm having is, as the article indicates, they've already cloned human embryos. So the real problem is, as as this article is saying it, is bringing these things to adulthood and, and uh, giving them mothers and then using them for laboratory testing. And the other, the other huge thing kind of lurking in the wings here 
is again, this is a study that has been done in China. And China, of course, as we also have probably heard, is one of the havens for human organ harvesting. Uh, in fact, it's, it's, it's almost a grotesque uh, cottage industry in China where people's organs are being harvested. And in some cases, allegations have come out that people are being deliberately uh, killed for their organs. Well, again, clones, if you have no ethical scruples or moral scruples about this sort of thing, you, you can create clones and just harvest their organs from clones because, again, the implicit logic is a clone isn't somehow fully human. And uh, I happen to have a number of uh, objections to that idea that somehow clones are less than fully human. So a lot going on here, folks. I wanted to bring this article to your attention. I, I found it very disturbing. Uh, some of you may not find it so. I may be uh, jumping the gun on what I think is the implied logic of the article. But uh, I read this several times over, and I, this, is, this is kind of the implied logic that I'm taking from it. This is a huge development. It means, quite frankly, that, in my opinion, scientists are already thinking about turning this on human clones and just using human subjects as laboratory rats. And uh, we remember a certain country that did that a few decades ago that ended up in the dustbin and trash heap of, of history. Um, huge news here, folks. This is a story that I think is going to have to be watched very, very carefully. Uh, I do have uh, an announcement to make about the website. We are having a members vid chat tomorrow uh, at 2 p.m. U.S. Central Time. This is for our members in the European and African time zones. Um, I'm planning probably to start the pre-chat, which is our kind of informal discussion, probably around 11 or 12 U.S. Central Time. So there is a vid chat tomorrow. Hope to see everybody there. Uh, lots of blogs coming up this week. There's, there's so much. Uh, I'm, I'm so grateful to all of you sending articles. There's so much to blog about. I wish I had a staff. I really do. But anyway, some good blogs coming up this week, folks, and I appreciate everybody sending me all of the articles that you do. All right, that's it for today's news and views. Watch this cloning story, folks. I think it's going to be one of the big stories over the next few years. And again, scientists are rushing ahead with this. They're not bothered, apparently, about uh, moral and ethical dilemmas about doing this sort of thing with human uh, tissue. So there we go, folks. I'll see you on the flip side. Hope to see everybody tomorrow for good chat. Bye-bye. God bless.